0: being healthy and being strong physically and mentally and it not being about like how you look, um, or, or if it is about how you look like, have it be a healthy idea of what you should look like instead of like getting work, you know, caught up in some stupid ideal of, of being somebody who, you know, it would be anorexic or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, he's so great at that. And, I, you know, and I love that. And that's the way I like to work, too, because I'm not, I'm only so far motivated to look a certain way, but I am motivated to like, yes, I want to be able to do chin-ups. Mm-hmm. And we worked for so long to do that. And yes, I want to do really good push-ups. And oh my God, we can do push-ups with weights on my back. That is right. so cool. And I'm 43. So that's exciting
1: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today I'm very honored and excited to welcome Emily Deschanel and Jean-Pierre, or JP, is known by his friends. Welcome.
0: Thank you for having us. Oh, I'm here.
1: This is a blast. I am so excited to have you both on, and of course, J.P. being one of our favorite people, if anyone who meets him. So, um, Emily, can Number we get... one human.
0: Number one human.
1: You, you know- <laughs> My own husband says that JP, you know, really challenges him to be a better human, and I agree. So, <laughs> agreed. Um, so, Emily, can you tell us a little bit about? You have so much we want to talk about, but just maybe your journey into becoming a vegan. We can kind of start there.
0: Sure. Um, I became vegan after watching the documentary "A Diet for a New America." It was shown in our high school, interestingly enough. We had a teacher who brought in um, different speakers on a day um, to debate um, whether – they had two doctors debating whether it was healthy to be vegan, whether it was healthier, whether it was not healthy at all, and they had two different people. I was very convinced by the doctors speaking, and I don't know – I wish I knew who it was, but it was speaking about um, how they wouldn't treat anyone who ate meat. And, um, and then you had another doctor who was arguing to eat meat, but he didn't really have many, um, sound arguments in my opinion. And we watched the documentary diet for a new America. I think there were other things on that day. It was kind of a day where we all looked at this as a, an ethical issue, um, as a health issue. So I was um convinced immediately I became vegetarian on the spot with a plan of becoming vegan but it took I planned it over time and I it took me a year to become vegan um so that was and then I of course read the book diet for a new america on which the documentary is based um and I did more research and I mean I think for me it was the compassion for the animals and what they were going through I had no idea that animals lived on factory farms um and that's how they got to your plate i had no idea what the what detriment it was doing to the environment when um when these factory farms are in place i had no idea of the negative effects of eating meat and dairy for our bodies so um it was kind of a three-pronged um uh argument that really got to me on all levels and i think probably the the um, the morality of the animals was number one for me. And then, um, and then the environment and then, and then of course the last thing, my he- own health and being concerned for myself. But I've, you know, since then been more, you know, um, interested in, you know, being healthy vegan and like, and thinking about what I put in my body. Um, so, um, so huh, I want to know your story. Is it okay if I ask him? Yeah, we please,
1: absolutely. Over yes. ten years or whatever we have. Well, my I know
0: you became. He's been vegan longer than I have. I've been vegan for 26 years, I think. He's been vegan for like 35 years or something. We're what is 37? Oh my god,
2: but I'm <laughs> older than you.
0: Yeah, but still. So impressive. yeah, so I,
2: well, just quickly. So I started in high school. It was probably around senior year. The two oral reports I did in high school were women's rights and animal rights. My senior year. So that I I mainly became vegan because I was reading that that cheeseburger that we ate was a, once a cow, and yeah. the, the chicken McNuggets were once a chicken. And I was like, well, no, they're chicken McNuggets. They're not. Right. Chicken. right. They don't look <laughs> anything like that. that yeah. that animal, though. Or say. the fillet o fish. Right. I was like that. And then once I put one and one together, that was it. Yeah. And then I started. I was eating dairy, and then I read about that a cow has to be assaulted to produce dairy, and they yeah. confinement they steal her baby. And I was like, they well, take I'm done the babies with that. away. That just kills yeah. me. So yeah, so that for me was high school. So probably you know we started around the same age. Right? Oh, I started younger than you. I was
0: not a senior, so I mean,
1: there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> might be
0: older, <laughs> but I was younger, John.
1: Okay. Well, in ten years, you'll probably be about the same. Yeah, because your GP, you're fifty-six.
2: Fifty-five.
1: Five. Oh, I think Emily's got you beat by a year, in 10 yeah. years when she's young. Mm-hmm. I'm 43 now, so. I <laughs> oh, no, it'll be even longer, though, if I'm 43, so, yeah, she'll have you beat. <laughs> um, um, I, I did it younger. That's, you that's did, all that matters. I did it younger. So I was younger. wiser earlier. That's all that we need to <laughs> yeah. know. Well, you <laughs> both got me beat. I was 41 when I switched over, so. <laughs> what did oh. you say? I was 41 when I switched over, so you guys have oh both Oh my gosh, here, so.
0: okay. Well, you know what? Better late than never. I mean, I know yeah. people who did it in their 60s, diagnosed right. with cancer and, and went vegan and have been cancer-free for years because of it, you Amazing. know? Um, I see that happening a lot more with my parents' generation, my parents' friends, um, because of heart issues or cancer or different health reasons, becoming vegan for those reasons later on in 60 their 60s and 70s. So um, it's so interesting to watch um, different people's um, transformations and what hits that you know, whether it's like a, a health issue that comes mm-hmm. up that they uh, and they become aware of, Um, how they might be feeding cancer by eating dairy and meat and sugar, obviously, and all that stuff, or the cardiovascular effects of eating animal products, um, you know, uh, that they become aware of that and then they make those changes, so... It's really interesting to see everyone's different journeys and how they come to being plant-based.
1: Absolutely. And did you, have you found that people that do that for health, at least in my experience, is that they may switch over for health, but then they, over time with education and like watching videos and stuff, they become more of an ethical vegan in their journey. I have definitely
0: seen that. And I've seen also the other way, like I was talking for myself, I'm an ethical vegan and I think naturally I want to be a junk food vegan, but over time I also realize that's not really good for my body. <laughs> as John would say, as JP would say, you know, to be vegan too is to be kind to all animals, and that means humans, and that means ourselves and our bodies as well. So we lo- I do listen to what you say. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm hearing this before I will repeat everything and my mom will repeat things that he said to her to her friends, and I'm thinking. JP's you know legacy <laughs> reaches very far and wide he's <laughs> affecting all kinds of people he doesn't even know
1: oh absolutely definitely <laughs> um yeah JP's kind of taken on my youngest son and keeps oh. him in line when he's in boulders so I appreciate that <laughs> um as far <laughs> as far as talking about you and JP how did you guys meet and how did this relationship begin
0: we met through Jean Bauer, um, the founder, mm-hmm. the co-founder and president of Farm Sanctuary, an organization that I'm um, very much involved with. Um, and we met in an event in the Or at the Orland Sanctuary. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it was Thanksgiving. It
0: was a Thanksgiving event. We and I speaking. spoke. Yeah, I, spe- I spoke a lot. <laughs> it was a long, a lot. She was really way stoked. too long of a speech. <laughs> I was preaching to the choir, too, because most people who were there are already on board with you know, protesting, you know, animal cruelty anyway. But, um, Jean introduced us. And, um, so we started working together. Not that long after that, um, working fitness wise, working out together. And then, you know, I'll start listening to, I thought he was totally insane when I first met him. I mean, for many reasons, as many people do. And then as you spend more time with him, you start realizing like, Oh, he actually is probably right about that. Even though it goes against everything in our culture I mean, obviously, I'm open to things. Being vegan for a million years, but he takes it to the next level, where you know, eating, um, you know, salt, oil, sugar-free. I thought he was totally insane to say he didn't eat oil and to eat things with, you know, to make things with um, broth and things like that. And now I mostly eat that way. So um, you know, I I have been uh, converted. To JP's um, way in, in a lot of ways but um, yeah so he we started working together in that way and then um, and talked about nutrition and all kinds of things am I correct yeah, in saying I, didn't well, even this? Really I don't know who, who she
2: was I said don't you aren't, don't you play like a detective or something and she's <laughs> like um no it's a forensic scientist
0: thing, right? <laughs> no, but, but, but that was somewhat accurate because on the show my character is a sci- was a scientist, but she was involved with the
2: investigation. Oh, okay. So wasn't I, I wasn't really too sure. A, it's I okay. she's on TV.
0: Actors always appreciate it when people don't know who they are. I think, but oh, really, I mean, I've seen the show
2: a few times, and
0: yeah. Now you've you, I made you watch it, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, on, it, it's been on for like twelve years, right? It's
1: done though. Now.
2: Yeah, but it was on. For it was on years. for twelve years. It's amazing.
1: Twelve years. Yeah. No, I was a huge fan. Big, oh, big fan for gosh. sure. No, I, I'm pretty sure I watched every single episode. Oh so. my gosh, mm-hmm. oh, that's absolutely!
0: Awesome. So, like the medical things. A lot of people who are in the medical field like the medical stuff, yeah,
1: definitely the medical. And just the honestly, your character cracked me up and just on <laughs> just the things she'd say. is like, I wish I had the courage to say these things when I need to say yeah. them, but um, I was scared to say them. Um, That's amazing. So, just getting to bone just a little bit. I know there is a lot of things on there that I even made me cringe, and I've seen some pretty gross stuff in real life. I mean, did that kind of like? I yes. don't know.
0: It. You know, I I knew when we would start eating our lunches over these fake dead bodies that we become completely desensitized <laughs> to them. Obviously they're fake and it's doesn't smell like that, like the decomposing body would actually smell. I think that makes a huge difference, right. but it was completely disgusting. And there are times where I couldn't eat my breakfast. Um, uh, they did such an incredible job, but after years, we, you know, you become somewhat desensitized and, you know, um, you get used to it and you're like eating your lunch over it while they're setting up different shots for the scenes, um and having all kinds of conversations. I I would say, um, doing the research and going to the coroner's office was not that oh. it's a smell that got me. I that that was uh really um impactful and couldn't get that smell out of my nose <laughs> for a long time. Um but um but, uh, yeah, so definitely things grossed me out, but at a certain point we became pretty desensitized and we'd remark about, we'd start realizing like, why are we so comfortable eating our sandwich over this disgusting dead body? And we'd like discuss the, the goop, we call it, like corpse gravy. because there it'd be all this like <laughs> gross liquid around the bodies. Cause you know, it could, because it was called bones and it was about, um, it wasn't just like CSI where it could be a fresh body. Usually our bodies were decomposed to a point. It gets really gross even just talking about it. Decomposed <laughs> to a point where they were beyond the point of visual recognition, essentially. So right. you are dealing with decomposing bodies, whether it took a day or months or years to decompose like that, And you know, if it was real life, um, you're dealing with... Um, you not dealing with a fresh body so um, we always had some pretty gross gross things you you got to see some of the yeah, the bodies I was on the
2: set it was pretty amazing did you think
1: that they were disgusting or were you okay no with it? it was okay yeah
2: it was pretend
1: nothing yeah. phases that guy i haven't yeah. seen anything phase him yet no
2: it was very fun to be on the set though it was just to see how the how, oh you know, yeah of tv or movies so it was cool to see all that <laughs>
1: I mean, it's really interesting when you think about your audience and then we get so captured by what's going on screen and then you think about all those things that it, how long did it take to actually like film one episode?
0: Eight to nine days. Wow. Yeah. So to make the 50 whatever minute episode, you know, a little less than an hour with the commercials, um, it takes eight to nine days. Now, some shows do it in seven days or i've maybe heard less but traditionally it's seven to nine days but we'd have overlap days so we'd film you know seven days one episode and then the eighth day you start the next episode and other people finish up the old episode and so you just kind of keep a machine rolling and you have what's called two units so you have two crews some One crew would maybe be a little bigger than the other, but you'd shoot on the same day in different locations. Oh, wow. It'd be a little hard if you were in the same location, but they're very clever. The people who um, schedule things for, especially television shows, have to have the kind of mind that just blows my mind to be able to schedule, and fit all those pieces together and I mean there's so many things to consider from location availability anyways that's a whole other conversation but (laughs) yeah yeah so it takes a long time I remember somebody saying like they they told their mother oh I got an hour-long tv show and she's like well what are you going to be doing the rest of the week (laughs) not realizing that it took over a week to film that hour
1: yeah so that's a year-long commitment then to do one season or is it nine
0: and a half to 10 months for the wow. 22 episodes we would do usually nine and a half months sometimes we did 24 episodes um and there are seasons where we did less when i was on maternity leave or um there's a writer's strike but yeah so it took a lot of the year and then those couple months off you just want to like sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> amazing so then when jp would come on set what were you guys doing just a to- so uh, or... different
0: scenes and you brought your friend linda by which yeah. was really nice um and we would we, film we, different we would, scenes well, and we would do he,
1: things in your trailer he too. came
0: to set um sometimes when we we'd be able to work out um uh during a break um my trailer um, it wasn't
2: really a trailer it was like you know a palace <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was going to be like that when she talked the trailer like a little tiny box. It's
0: a mobile home, essentially. No, it's not a mobile home. I guess you have a well, mobile home. You'd be able to drive away in it. Yeah, it is a trailer, but it's it. You know, I was very lucky to be on a TV show, a you know, network television show for a long time. So I had, I was actually that was not in my contract. They oh. gave that to me very kindly nice. uh, because they knew how much time I spent working on the show. I mean, you know, it was. 14 hour minimum days until a certain point when I got pregnant and then I asked for less hours. But, um, you know, we, it's not unusual to work 15 hour days, 16 hour days plus. So, um, you're spending a lot of time at work, not that much break time where you're in my trailer, but when I was, they were very kind to give me a, a, a very fancy trailer with a, with a like, essentially a fully working like office and a kitchen and, uh, mm-hmm. and a bedroom yeah so it was uh J- jp was very impressed
2: i was impressed
1: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like i'd be impressed as well so but she's Wait. so down
2: to earth you know she she doesn't <laughs> think anything of it and, and everybody on the set loves her and anywhere you go <laughs> everybody always sings her praises how nice she is. True. she's not really like a normal celebrity though i mean, <laughs> because she's she's a normal person and down to earth <laughs> I yeah, think there's just, lots of I
0: would argue that the fact that I was comfortable with my palace uh, trailer makes me not down to earth at all. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm comfortable <laughs> with such luxury, that's not being down to earth.
2: Well, but she would always get gifts for everybody on the set of uh, vegan gifts. You know, um, you know, vegan just like snacks or chocolates and all those yeah. things.
0: Yeah. Well, I would try and get. Um, Uh, I got like an ice I would bring ice cream vegan ice cream trucks and things like that I would always try to introduce people to yummy tasting vegan options plant-based things so that they were aware of the option I did try to get water bottles for everybody on set and I did do that and then and then everyone started complaining about filling them with the water they felt like it wasn't you know uh sanitary or something i think people are more aware now that was years ago at this point um i think you know the amount of plastic water i mean i was on a set you know more recently and they just hand me plastic water bottle and um i was really surprised by that i mean in my mind we're so much farther we're so evolved beyond that but um, I think so many, I, I, I think people aren't as aware. It's also harder. You have to think about it. You have to bring your own water bottles. I would bring multiple water yes. bottles because I drink so much water every day. So I have to bring like four water bottles and then hopefully I can refill them. You do have, you find a place to refill them usually on any job. But anyways, it's, uh, it's interesting to see the world changing and becoming more aware, but it's just not happening as fast as we want it to. Like people are not, people are more aware. People are becoming more plant-based. People are, becoming aware of the impact environmentally into our health and the animals um, from from what they eat to the water bottles, etc. But it's just not happening as fast as I would want it to. But I guess we just have to be excited that it's moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Any any progress is progress. But I agree. I understand because people are surprised how hmm. Aggressive, I can be with patients on transitioning because, yeah. like, listen, your life I only have this few minutes with you, or this is an urgent issue. I mean, you could your life is more important to me than you being frustrated with me right now for me sharing this with you this right when you speak about,
0: yeah. um, person. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, not that you can't, not that like being sweet and being tough are not they can't live in the same place right <laughs> right like, so knowing you a little bit you're just such a sweet person so i want to see you being tough with people i love <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can sdp <ask> <laughs> yeah, <for sure>. um <laughs> ask my children how about that there you go oh yeah um, I, I, I met your daughter yes, yes. yes. Uh, (laughs) yeah poor Patrick he lost 70 pounds because of that aggressive it's all good wow
0: that's amazing I did not know that that's
1: incredible yeah and um, so we're real thrilled with that absolutely that's Um, incredible that is a huge huge um,
0: like accomplishment
1: yeah especially when you're only 5'6 so that's a that is a huge accomplishment. that's (laughs)
0: That's, that's
1: amazing Um, I'm curious though because you speak so passionately about environmentalism what would you like to see or like what maybe can you recommend or you do encourage your fans or people who are hearing this? What can we do on an everyday basis or maybe haven't thought of doing before to help?
0: Well, um, I I mean, John's the real expert on all this, but I would say that you know, and I, I just, he, I gave this to him as well. And I gave it to a lot of people, a box of different things that have helped me live a lower um, waste of life and certainly taking plastics out wherever you can. And I'm continuing to research everything, but using a, a water, reusable water bottle. Um, I like a stainless steel one. You can get glass ones. You can get any kind of, you can get a plastic one, but a reusable one, right? I mean, I prefer not to use so much plastic but but as long as it's reusable and bringing that with you throughout your day you know i discovered we have these things it's from a company in los angeles and i'm sure other places do it too but it's called no talks and it's a uh that's the that's the company but they make a bar soap for your dishes so you're not Mm -hmm. using that plastic bottle um when you wash your dishes um We also got these spray bottles where you fill up, um, there's recipes on the side. So you fill it up with different things. Okay. I'm going to have to send you these things if you don't have them, (laughs) because they're really awesome. You have a recipe. (laughs) You have a recipe on the side for different types of cleaner, um, whether it be all purpose cleaner or, um, certain surface cleaner glass levels. So you have different, and it's made in glass. Um, so those have been really great. Um, you know obviously eating plant-based you're contributing so much less uh for the like uh, for the environment you're you're contributing less bad things i guess to the environment (laughs) from greenhouse gases um the water used um and then obviously the cruelty the all of that um you know from factory factory farms are just terrible for the environment in general so eating more plant-based as much as you can um you know, just thinking twice about buying things, not being wasteful, and I struggle with this all the time, like, do I need that other, you know, piece of clothing, or that Mm -hmm. other, um, item for my home, do I really need that, um, and I'm glad to have friends who really kind of live a more minimalistic lifestyle. That are really inspiring to me as well. Not to mention this guy here. Um, like to be considered about what you're purchasing, what you're buying, and if you can buy something, buy it secondhand. Um, so you're not contributing to uh, you know consumerism in that way where you just buy, 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 and you're you know not you know you're buying something new in that case that just was made with all kinds of resources etc whereas if you're buying something already used it's already been in the world what else would you say for uh-huh. people living in their day-to-day well, life? so
2: i just use this type of bottle it's clearly filtered and it has a filter in it so no matter where i go to the airport or whatever i can fill it with any type of water and it filters it so I never have to buy plastic, which I don't anyhow, but I never have to. Or I just use like what Emily does is, you know, she has pure water and then she just fills her bottles up. And I've never seen anyone in my entire life who has more stainless steel bottles than you. Know, and I lose
0: them all the time, yeah. though. That's why I have so many. I literally was just thinking I need to buy more. Oh, because... my
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because and I miss- have too. <laughs> You have. You give me glass ones. I'm yeah. broken. Yeah. No, I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm very clumsy. So the stainless steel <laughs> is better for me. Um, I've broken the glass one, and my mother-in-law cut her hand, not realizing mm-hmm. there was glass on it once. So um, I felt terrible about that.
2: Um, any, anyway, any, anything to not have single-use plastic. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that's the easiest thing, and then bringing your own produce bag and yes, your own produce cloth bags yep. so you can put your lettuce in. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. go to the farmer's markets when I'm in an area that has it. And it's easy because I, I just bring my own ba- I bring my own actually tubs because then I buy blueberries that way. I'll buy a case of blueberries mm. and I just dump it all in there. So oh, I do you put there. them in a, what kind of container do you bring some blueberries? I just bring my own, whatever it's stainless steel or anything that I have. Got but it. I only buy blueberries that are in like a compostable container. I never buy yeah. the plastic ones. Mm. But now I've taken it just to a different level. I just dump them in there and then give them the compostable ones back and say, please reuse it. Yeah. But our organization even goes to the extent of like, for instance, this is just a patch or it says Living with Harmony. And so we just put it on our old clothing. So this way, our organization doesn't need to buy clothing that has our logo on it because everybody has a bag and everybody Mm -hmm. has a hat and everybody has shirts or or, um, vest or jacket. So this is just an extra step that we've taken.
0: But then so they have to like iron
2: on yeah, or sew it. Yeah, oh and that's a bird. Oh my gosh, that's a burden. It's <laughs> a lot easier just going online, right? <laughs> then, have you ever seen this? I've seen people get a box this big and they literally had a battery that big in there, all wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, oh, it's wow. like, how is
2: that possible? Yeah, mm-hmm. the waste and in the packaging. Waste. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: So, can you tell us more about Living with Harmony, JP? Because I know sure. that's so one thing Living we want to Living with
2: Harmony, I'm one of the co founders along with Andrea Rose, and it's our organization that is dedicated to preserving the planet and, of course, animals and then humanity, because there's a lot of animal activists out there or vegans that they just care about, say, for instance, animals, but they're not very nice to people. And as Emily said earlier, you know, the whole concept of ahimsa, which is a Sanskrit term for compassion and reverence for all beings, means all beings. So every expression of life to the little, little ant, to the majestic whale, or to a human being. So we have to be kind to one another too, but you know, just like you would put a stethoscope on your patient, what would happen if we put a stethoscope on the earth? What would we find out has been happening to the earth? I mean, look what's happening with the Amazon in Australia. It's a tragedy. We are responsible for that. So our organization is just dedicated to mainly educating people about plant-based eating and living, we, we coined a term called planet-based living. So where it talks all about the planet, and all about the animals. And so someone like Emily, it's so nice and refreshing to meet somebody and work with somebody who has the same values, believes in what we do, you know, because mm-hmm. when, when I talk about it, she's all on board with it. So it's, it's refreshing.
1: So tell us also, you have a, an event coming up in May in Chicago.
2: Yes, I have our annual retreat. So uh, johnpeerwellness.com, you can find out uh, information on that. And we have probably, I would say, one of the greatest doctors in history that's <laughs> presenting which we Dr. Lori Marbis. <laughs> I
0: was going to say. Uh, which that is you. Is, I'm
2: sorry. So, yeah, so it's a lot of fun, but we don't really just focus on nutrition there. We focus on compassion and love. We talk about morning rituals, evening rituals, sleep rituals, uh, women's empowerment and safety. So we cover a lot of different things. Most everything that's been in my books that I've written, we cover.
1: And that's really important because you mentioned sleep. So Emily, you said you work these really long hours and I'm sure there's not much sleep. So did you guys talk about sleep or how, do you, how did that affect your sleep and how did you recover from that? That's tough.
0: It's an interesting question. And honestly, you know, having two young kids affects my sleep so much as well. I mean, my eight-year-old's fine, but my four-year-old still wakes up at night and um you know be various reasons (laughs) um so i don't know we have talked about sleep but it's not like um you know i would say after after doing a show like that i mean that's the longest that's unusual for an actor to have a job that long it's not uh, so to work that consistently for 12 years on the same job is very unusual. Um, I'd say it's more uh, common maybe for crew members to work and go from one show to another show to another job, whatever, and be working those kinds of hours all the time. And I think about how they deal with sleep. And when I was working on bones specifically, I really did not get much sleep. And by the end, I you know had adrenal fatigue that I'm still trying to work, with, to work mm-hmm. on. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not conducive to being a healthy person working in this business in general. Um, uh, but it's something, but also having young children is not conducive to having like the best sleep either. You know, I mean, I think, you know, we work all the time to get our kids to sleep and, but, um, it just doesn't, I was just talking to two other people who have kids around the same age who having four four year olds and it's You'd think by four, they'd be sleeping through the night and once in a while they do, but not, even if he just wakes up for a second, I, you know, it's like the mom, you have several kids, like, you know, like, I don't know. I wake up the minute I hear any little noise that they make. And even if he goes back to sleep, I've been up. And so, um, it's just exhausting, but sleep is so important. I mean, that's such a big part of health, right? Um, right. I'm sure you could speak to
1: that. Yeah, no medical training, and I had three small children going to medical school is not conducive to good sleep either. But um, (laughs) oh, oh my
0: God, I forgot that you were going to medical school (laughs) while you had all three of your kids.
1: Yeah, five, three, and ten months, and so you know, I was bless it when I slept I slept hard I guess maybe is the best way to do it um but uh the, the kids are yeah it, it doesn't get easier I don't think because now I just wake up worrying about them and I don't know where they are or what they're doing because I'm they're out of the house <laughs> so I'm like oh, <laughs> oh
0: uh, yeah you're never gonna stop worrying about them
1: nope not till I'm dead so, yeah yep yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Um, but we do talk
2: about, we do talk about sleep. I mean, because okay. you know, adrenal fatigue obviously is serious business, and it doesn't yeah. happen overnight. So it's years and years of overstimulating the body and not getting enough rest and recovery, as you know. So right. there are different herbs that I encourage, and especially essential oils to help people relax. And oftentimes, I'll say to Emily, I'd rather have you rest than work out. If in doubt, just get. Even today,
0: room. I've got. A, I can smell the oregano on mm-hmm. my feet. Well, yeah. I, I had a cold last week. Thank goodness. Lately, I've not. Um, I don't know why I was knock on what I don't know if it does anything, but I'll do it. <laughs> anyway. um, you know, I. Um, I have. I've gotten colds, but not been very sick. But um, I got a cold last week, and then I started to feel I was better, and then I yesterday. I talked to JP and I was like feeling a little bit, oh God, and he told me to put the oil of oregano on my feet. So I keep feeling like I smell pizza. I'm like, I'm driving my kids to school, and I'm like, I feel like we're going to get pizza. I feel like we're in a pizza parlor.
2: <laughs> but so I, I do recommend resting, if in doubt, okay. rest and recover. Because I think yeah. we live in this society that our circadian rhythms has been, have been altered because of light and technology, mm-hmm. our iPads and iPhones so we're always being exposed mm-hmm. to that light and our cortisol's on, melatonin's down, so it's the opposite of what we should have.
0: Yes, you do talk about We have yeah. talked a lot about it's that. It's just that so you don't listen. <laughs> I listen to a certain degree. I just can only do so much right. in my life. Well, know, it's true. I do fall kids. asleep with my kids yeah. at like 7.30, like half the night. So I know it's a I, problem. That's a good, it is, and I do feel like, it, he's always told me, you know, the sleep you get before midnight is much better quality sleep than any sleep you have after that. And so every time I fall asleep with my kids, it feels really good. And I always think of what you've told me about that. Um, and we have talked about, but yes, I don't listen to this. Way, but, and you, you push me so hard and you That's say true. it's better to rest and you wow. push me so yes. hard and work out. So true. I, I, you say this and like only <laughs> recently when I'm like sick are you telling me not, not to work yeah. out. Yeah, you, but you usually to... you're like, no, let's work out for two hours every day.
2: No, you, well, here's the thing is you have to find what works for you. And you know, and it all depends on your constitution and what type of workout you do. Because mm. if you do yoga and restorative stuff, you can do it a long time. But when we do high intensity training, you can do that only a short amount of time and then you have to recover. And you have to make sure. That's why, you know, talking about nutrition, we do a lot of shakes. Mm. Because sometimes yeah. you get anorexic, you lose your appetite sometimes after a hard workout. So you not lose, me. Not you, right. I never lose my appetite. But it's easier. Me either. For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier for her to take in shakes. Where it's kind of sure. pre-digested for and less stress on her system, so I do yeah. like shakes. It
0: is easier to digest, and you get the protein. Especially, you know, I'm. I we've known each other for plus, ten plus years, mm-hmm. um, but um, we started working together last year and a half, I guess. Well, again. Uh, to, again, yeah. again, we were we always worked together, but then there was time where you were away, we weren't yeah. in the same place, and sometimes we talk, but um, and we've always been friends, but. Um, he, um, you know, when we came back again together, I still had 50 plus pounds to lose after having two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hate to say that because like, I don't think like anyone should lose, you know, lose a certain amount of weight. But when my doctor was concerned about my, um, my weight and it was really hard to, I was having such a hard time losing it and he helped me so much. So I think the shakes really helped me in that. Scenario obviously working out the nutrition we did intermittent fasting the new buzzword these days right but um, but the shakes were great too because also as a as a vegan as a plant based person like you get protein with the protein powder. Um, Uh, and you don't necessarily have all the calories you might get if you're going to have like the beans and the quinoa to get all that protein, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't eat soy because I have an intolerance to it. So Mm. um, it's, it's a great way, especially
2: when you're trying to work on weight loss, I think, too, is the shakes. Well, it depends, too, if people get triggered by a little eating, if they eat a little beans and rice and some potatoes, and then it triggers them to not stop eating. That's an issue. I don't know anything yeah. about that. So so I do use shakes, you know, with some people, but from a health standpoint, I think we can easily get all the protein and nutrients we need, except for B twelve basically, if we eat a good diet. But I, I think when you say that to somebody, eat a good diet, that's an interpretation. What does that mean? A mm-hmm. lot of people are eating a lot of vegan junk food. So then right. they wonder why why do they have mineral deficiencies? Well, where are you getting your calcium and magnesium from? Where's your iodine from? You're eating all processed food. I mean, it's, it's manufactured. That's a
0: tricky thing too. That's something to talk about is the process like fake meats, which I think are a fantastic transition food for people moving from a standard American diet. But I feel like if then you just rely on that Mm -hmm. in your life, I just, I personally, I don't like them. I mean, after being vegan for 26 years, the like taste of the imitation meat doesn't taste good to me either, but I also am concerned about eating so much processed food, and I think about that for my kids, especially. My husband likes all the fake chicken and everything, too. You know, he's a guy, they call him chicken sandwich days before he stopped eating meat. So, <laughs> you know, whatever gets him, you know, to eat more plant-based, right? But, um you know i think transitioning away from that and i don't know if you ha- what you suggest for your patients
1: yeah so it really depends on the patient so if i have someone who's critically ill like really sick high blood pressure is out of control diabetic you know i'm like you have to be 100% whole food plant based if i have someone who's like a teenager you know, wanting to transition to more plant-based, I'm like, well, let's move into that gently if that's a better option for you. But you have to understand that they're, it's not the healthiest, but it's healthier for the planet, but not right. necessarily healthier for you. Right. <laughs> but um, moving in that direction is always a better direction. Um, but you have to be really careful because I think physicians were not trained on how to speak about nutrition, obviously. Um, so we have to be very careful when we even share the message of going vegan or plant-based that people go, oh, I found these in their freezer. Aren't you proud of me? I'm like, that's great, but no, (laughs) just that message has to be um, reiterated over and over again, for sure. Yeah. The whole food plant-based,
0: like those words, Mm like I I think are, um, are important. The whole food part of it, Mm -hmm. right. Um, whole food, vegan, whole food, plant-based, um, uh, I think is the healthiest way to eat. And, um, and feels the best as well but yeah exactly it's like what's the priority is somebody like really is this an emergency for them or is this like okay uh, you have some time and they're transitioning and and, or will they not follow it also i think that's something that like both of you guys have to consider when you're advising people like what will they follow (laughs) Will will this person like actually do the like fake meets um, you know, a few times a week and that helps them get on the plant-based eating program or, uh, and if they don't, they're not able to do that. Will they just go back and eat their steak,
1: you know? Right. Right. That's a good point. And those are, I think it's how we address it and, and share the message too. So I always point to a better future by doing this that people don't think. So once someone has been told you're a diabetic, I think they think it's a life sentence and then sharing those stories, like, you know, in seven days, maybe you may not be on insulin at all. And they're like, what? So that alone too yeah. will help kind of pull them forward. So it, I, uh, I'll i use any method. I've done yeah. kinky yeah. promises, you name it. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: well, I think that is so huge. I mean, to be diagnosed um, as being diabetic, I think you're just, I, I'm sure you're just, any hope at all that you right. can not be insulin dependent and not be, um, relying on that or not, Oh, not, not that it isn't a life sentence, that they're not stuck in that diagnosis for the rest of their life is right. a huge thing to hear. So, right. um, if people, you know, can hear that and then make the changes that need yep. to be made. Right. Yep.
1: Right. So I think hope is all that we all want in life for sure. Yeah. But speaking of hope and people transitioning, do you have a favorite meal or recipe Or maybe you've seen JP eat sometime?
0: I've never. Okay, listen. Okay? I have never seen this man even drink a sip of water until today. And I've known him for 10 10 plus years. And we've flown together. We've flown to Colorado together. And, like, flown back. And I've never seen him drink any water. Like, not even seen him take a sip. And I've given him food. He won't eat it. We went on a hike with my aunt. And my uncle, and she had cherries and, like, nuts as a snack, and he just didn't eat. I'm like, what's wrong with cherries and nuts?
2: i, I just not hungry.
0: I didn't say. What's the hunger <laughs> have to do with it? You eat it. Oh, someone gives it to you, John. That's it why doesn't...
2: we always, we always battle.
0: But I've never seen the man eat. I swear he's a
1: breatharian.
2: This is all I, getting cut out, Lori. This is all getting
1: <laughs> cut out. <laughs> it's not getting cut out, JP. I did not bring it up, so you can't. <laughs> Let's get to your favorite recipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite recipes that we'll never see JP eat. Well, I'll eat.
0: Um, I love, and I will give a shout out to um, this woman, Chrissy Roth, who's based in, um, in the LA area. And she taught me several um, plant, uh, um, uh, whole food plant based. Uh, recipes when I was um, working to lose my baby weight and you know, struggling, and they're SOS free mostly you know, so, salt, oil, sugar free. Um, but I love like black bean tacos that she taught me how to make um, that you saute with broth, um, they're so tasty. She taught me, and then these amazing, um, I love any kind of Mexican food so, jackfruit tacos and. Uh, black bean tacos and like a taco salad she taught me how to make I love all those foods and then she also taught me how to make um a sweet potato quinoa a uh, bean burger that is so mm. delicious and whole foods and uh has no salt no sugar no oil and is obviously plant-based and really delicious so to me um you know obviously I've been vegan for you know 20 years before I was doing that. And so I was used to that kind of eating, but I think anyone would enjoy the black bean burgers and even the, I was just talking to someone the other day who was saying, I guess Trader Joe's has some jackfruit that's already in a can with barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm used to like putting the barbecue sauce and other things with it. Um, when making the tacos, uh, but, um, Uh, but I guess they're coming this way already, already kind of seasoned. He said it was delicious and he's somebody who eats every kind of meat and everything and he liked it. So, um, you know, I think everyone has their tastes and you see what you like, but those are some, some of my
2: top recipes and soups. I love yeah. soups. Nikki makes uh, some good
0: soups. Yeah, and Nikki has been making me food, who yeah. is um, JP's friend. and From she makes Always sanctuary. Amazing, delicious food. So when, right recently, I haven't been cooking myself, and she um, uh, she makes some delicious, yummy food, delicious soups and chili. Oh, she makes such good chili. I love a chili, it, too. She's a restaurant, too? Is this
1: a uh, restaurant? Is that a restaurant? No, that people can- no. She's
2: a chef. Oh, okay. She's gotcha. in charge of Love Always, which is a sanctuary here.
1: Oh, Love Always. Okay, gotcha.
2: But That's I think, okay. you know, you, you do a good job of getting a variety of foods other than soy. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. a lot of grains and beans and nuts and seeds, potatoes, stuff, just a good variety, whole foods, yeah. very little processed stuff.
0: Yeah. You know? That's the protein powder when I have yeah. shakes, I And, guess. you know,
2: the protein, when we use them, we get a variety, but we look for things that have, like, sprouted brown rice. Um, sometimes it could be a hemp or you know, something like that. So the most of the whole entire shake, let's just say 98% of the shake is whole foods. So mm-hmm. it's kale or greens or some sort of coconut water, you know, yeah. things like that. And then you put in, we put in a little bit of protein that way. So
0: yeah, well, I always put greens in my shake yeah. and green powder. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Tell me a little bit about your workouts that you're doing with the <laughs>
2: I've got to say, I've never seen the anybody. torture. I've, <laughs> I've never seen anybody work this hard, even athletes that I've worked with. It's unbelievable the stuff she can do. You're
0: just saying that. You no, know, I mean, mean, she know. does push ups
2: ah. with a backpack on, and we put weights in the backpack. Nice. So most, most people can't even do push ups, right? All but right. she goes all the way down, completely down, so her, t- her chest is touching the ground, and it comes all the way up with weights on her back, and then does chin ups. And then we do we do lots of different running drills, so lots of little cardio kickboxing, so a lot of boxing stuff. She loves to hit. She loves to hit. And every time she does it, she always knocks me back. I love to hit you. Yeah, and oh. she's always smiling when she knocks me
0: back. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> um, I've always loved, like I did martial arts when I was younger, yeah. so I do love cool. any kind of um, thing like that. So I get excited when we do any kind of um, – boxing drills or any kind of kickboxing things and um um yeah he really mixes it up and and it's certainly about function functionality as well and yeah and um um you know and then we've incorporated more stretch um and it's really helped my back uh
2: what did you say and rolling rolling that's so
0: huge too like yeah that's what i was talking to somebody as you like get over 40 like flexibility um functionality and like the rolling and the, the stretching it takes up more time and is of more importance yeah. um because you know i i think as we get tighter and you know um yeah just yeah. more constricted as we get older so oh, yeah. unfortunately it becomes like as important as the strength building things mm-hmm. we do we do weight work yeah. as well balance we do training balance mm-hmm. training i'm like on yeah i'm always on one leg or one foot or another <laughs> and doing hopscotch type things
2: agility and- J- ladder we do a lot, yeah, we a lot, of, do a lot of mental training too with her oh yeah so we do a lot do of what? training a lot of mental training oh mental so using our brain at the same time okay different exercises with balls and things like that so she's in amazing shape i mean i don't think there's anybody any female in hollywood that could match what she that's can not do. true even but thank for you her for age saying that. it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing i'm just waiting for her to be the next bond girl that's what i keep telling I no want to be bond okay because, well bond is fine,
0: fine. <laughs> because the girls don't do anything
2: well she did she does and, and those
0: movie traditional well i guess it's not true maybe in the modern ones but i would just say like it's you know i uh and john is such a a feminist which i really love he's somebody who is all about like what you can do with your body. If I'm kind of negative about what my body looks like, he will, you know, point out what my body can do and how that's more important. And also, will you know, also emphasize that, uh, you know, my body does look good or whatever. You know, you, you're in Hollywood, and so the the expectations and the perceptions of what is quote unquote healthy or what looks attractive is really kind of an insane um uh and thing like that's not necessarily you're not necessarily strong like if you look like the people that are normally in hollywood and i've never fit into that you're not going to be able to like be in an emergency and like you know help out and you know get your kids out of a burning building or whatever right i mean right. i know with him we're training we do some stairs sometimes with the fire departments there i mean we do multiple stairs.
2: Uh, never, like, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I'm behind her, right? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is this gonna ever end? Because she <laughs> stairs an entire hour, up wow. and down the stairs for an hour. It's like, are you done yet?
0: <laughs> and then I have to sleep for a week after. But uh,
2: <laughs> but she doesn't but, see me. I'm behind her, and there's a railing, and I'm like pulling myself no, up the railing. Well,
0: he's not. He's saying that, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> you don't but see that. <laughs> True, true, true. But I will say he is such an amazing feminist and it's great to be surrounded by men who are feminists and who have like a really healthy perspective on things and like have have the right focus on like being healthy and being strong physically and mentally and it not being about like how you look um, or, or if it is about how you look like, have it be a healthy idea of what you should look like instead of like getting, you know, caught up in some stupid ideal of, of being somebody who, you know, would be anorexic or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, he's so great at that. And, you know, and I love that. And that's the way I like to work too, because I'm not, I'm only so far motivated to look a certain way, but I am motivated to like, yes, I want to be able to do Mm chin-ups. And we worked for so long to do that. And yes, I want to do really good push-ups. And oh my God, we can do push-ups with weights on my back. That is so cool. And I'm 43, so that's exciting to me.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. And the other thing is, it's important that you mentioned about Hollywood because do you know how people lose weight out here? I mean, this is the most unhealthiest way to, to lose weight. Right. I mean, they're literally eating a head of cabbage and they're drinking, stimulating drinks all day. And that's how they lose weight. Or they'll take cotton balls and soak them in orange juice. Oh and my God. Yeah. So they do crazy. things. I dogs. don't know about and, that. Yeah, but. absolutely. I was at a shoot with a model and the model looked like she was a, basically a skeleton walking back at me. And mm-hmm. she said, Oh, the, the photographer thinks I should lose 10 pounds. And it's like, what, what would you lose? She didn't have fat on her earlobes. So I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not a healthy. It's not healthy for anybody. Mm -hmm. But one thing I'm always stressing with Emily is, let's do things that make you healthy and fit. You you were given a certain body, and we'll do our best we can with what your your genetics are. But we can't rewrite do that unless somebody gets surgery or something, or you starve yourself.
0: Oh, so you get surgery. Is that right? I can
1: say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here.
0: I'm getting surgery.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. So well. We're pushing up on the time here that um, we are allotted. Do you guys have any final suggestions or advice for those who are thinking about going on a plant-based diet or maybe looking at environmentally any ideas? Um,
0: I think be kind to yourself. I think is such a big thing. I think you're not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to like you're not going to necessarily always remember to bring your reusable bag to the grocery store or the produce bags. Like I'll bring a reusable bag and then I'll forget the pr- produce bags, you know, which is so frustrating to me. But I think being kind to ourselves and just remembering to do it the next time. I think there's so many things that work against us in this world. And if we can be kind to ourselves, I think we're more likely to be successful. So if you are out and about and there's no vegan option and you end up eating something that has something that's not plant-based, don't beat yourself up just the next meal do it. And then think about how you can plan ahead for the time where you are out and about and and bring your own salad or, or super or or sandwich or whatever it is. Like, I think that, um, I think that has helped me when I'm um, trying to, when I'm on this journey of being healthy and plant-based, um, and, and trying to be as environmentally friendly as possible and um, as lower waste as possible. Um, that certainly helped me. Um, do you have any
2: other I thoughts? think that's the most important thing is that concept of ahimsa, compassion yeah. and reverence for all beings, and you are a being. So always talk to yourself kindly. Make sure the people around you are speaking nice to you try to avoid media that's negative try to avoid reading things so don't live in the world <laughs> that's what she always says. i don't live in this world no you just don't have to watch tv or read the bad news
0: you create your own news yeah well you can do your best you right you do your best right
2: but remember the mind is like it's like a fertile garden whatever you plant starts to grow so you need to be careful i mean it's like with children you, yeah. know, you have to be careful the words that they hear You know, and then that starts, you know, morphing into them. And I've always said that when you squeeze like a lemon, what comes out is lemon juice because that's what's in there. So when you get squeezed, it means your pressure, your stress, see what comes out, what type of vocabulary do you use, what type of actions. And if you're not proud of those actions, then you need to change what's inside here. So start feeding yourself with good thoughts and good ideas and avoid people who are toxic and negative because we always talk about avoiding toxic air and toxic water and food. But what about toxic people? Some, oh, here's a question though, because
0: I've been in situations where there are toxic people and you can't, whether you're in a work environment or something else that you can't avoid them entirely. Mm -hmm. Like you just, what, make the choices wherever you can to avoid them? Well, yeah, and
2: the goal is to build yourself up so you're so strong and powerful that those negativities, you don't see it. I'm not there at all. Well, but it'd be like if you and I went into a, um, a restaurant that only served meat, we wouldn't be tempted by it. Because we have, oh our, yeah, we yeah. have our values. Yeah. So it's the same thing when you're around those negative people. When you become strong and powerful enough, you're not influenced. By well, them.
0: I guess I'm not like when I see when I'm when i have dealt. i specifically talking about a specific person in mm-hmm. a specific environment that you know all about. But um, like, I guess I'm not like influenced to be toxic myself in those instances. But it's so hard not to be um, brought down. It triggers you. Tri- it triggers mm-hmm. me, and it. It, it has made me feel terrible to be around that. Yeah, I, try I mean, to, yeah,
2: I look at it as that person has a disease, right? It, it's just like yeah. if somebody had a mental disorder, you wouldn't be angry against them. You'd realize they have a mental disorder. So when somebody has that types of toxicity, I think, what's the antidote? And the only antidote for that is love and compassion. Right. So that's what I try to give that person. No matter how hard it is, you still want to give them but the even antidote. I've
0: done that. Yeah. I've still given love and compassion. Yeah. But it still affects me. I don't blame them because I think that they do have a disease, essentially. Yeah. Like, we well, you- love we'll have our own <laughs> therapy
2: session.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fabulous. Planting, I have my own, own thoughts.
2: You know, you're planting a seed. Because I had a girl just write me, and I told you this, a, a boot camp that I did almost 15 years ago. And she just wrote me and she said, you know, I want to let you know I'm, I'm basically teaching plant-based nutrition and compassion now because of you. Now, who would ever think that I planted those seeds 15 years ago? So you, you, you plant the seeds and then you leave. Yeah. You know, and that's the best that you can do. Yeah. It's not, but not then it still easier. affects you. I mean, lot, you just yeah. have to it get through until it. You, become yeah. stronger you have to more.
0: be like tough or something. Well, I'm not tough. You are tough. in that but, way. I'm tough yeah. physically. Yeah. <laughs> I want your thoughts.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've been in toxic situations with toxic people you can't avoid, but there will be a point in time that you can remove yourself. And Unfortunately, and sometimes that's family, sometimes it's close friends, but I say you have to remove yourself, but it does affect you, even yeah. if you're tough mentally and physically, because you're a human and, you absor- and you're a compassionate yeah. human and empathetic, and so you're going to yeah. feel that and absorb it, and yeah. I think it's how you process it afterwards, for me it was, because yeah. um, afterwards thinking these things like, well, why is that person like that? And some people you can't help, and some people are just, there's just bad people. So, so I am just, I'm okay with that. That's okay. There's good people too. So, yeah.
0: And like, sometimes, you know, why somebody's not, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, clearly that person was hurt terribly, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And like you can't, or they're dealing with a mental health issue yeah. or whatever, and you yeah. can't have compassion and sometimes they are just a bad person. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what makes someone a bad person, but.
1: Well, um, I think if they, if they intentionally harm people and they understand that that's harmful and they've been said, Hey, Stop, then they continue. I think personally, I, I see that as someone that needs to be removed completely from yeah. your life. And I've done that, um, unfortunately, but that's, yeah. but that's what you have to do. Um, and honestly, you're a healthier person when you can do that because you feel, in a sense, like in control, right? Yeah. You're not giving yeah. up control. And so you own it. And it's like, you know, this is my, like JP said, this is my space, my headspace. And I can only allow certain people in it that are going to be loving and compassionate and grow like a garden, just like your kids. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, so I think that I think that's the most important thing that we need in our life is more love and compassion. Yeah. But I think you made a so true. Point. You made a good point about the, the plant based eating. Do the best you can. Mm-hmm. You know, the more that you good you put in, ultimately the less bad you tolerate. Don't worry about trying to remove the bad out of your life. Just put so much good in that it overwhelms everything. Mm-hmm. So you're filling yourself your plate with so much good greens and fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm full. I'm not going to eat that hamburger now. Yeah, you know. And if yeah. you do eat something that isn't so good for you, you don't beat yourself up. Just say, I'm going to learn from it and just keep trying to try new recipes.
1: Well, it's just like bringing good people into your life, right? So the yeah, more good yeah. you have, the less yeah. time you have for the bad. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, this is wonderful. Well, thank you both for your wisdom and your words and kindness. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Thank you so I much do. for having us. Yes. <laughs>